Hello and welcome to a Hole in My Heart Shorts. This episode is called Emotional Resiliency with Matt. Yeah, welcome back to the Hole in My Heart Shorts. Somebody get us at logo soon of the <laughs> podcast in shorts. Hey, these are mini episodes where we talk about how the gospel has been good news for us lately. Uh, we are so excited to be recording in the WCSG studio, but if you are looking for these videos, these are only audio. But we do talk about one topic in these HIMH shorts related to how has the gospel been good news lately? So Matt, how has the gospel been good news for you lately? Well, I think the the big thing that I've been noticing over the course of the summer is Jesus's presence. Hmm. Um, and, and one of the ways that I'd like to get into that is to, to really just talk about one of the practices that I've been doing both in my counseling office and then also personally um, that, that has helped, I guess, to foster a little bit of emotional resiliency. Um, because I don't, I don't know about you guys, but when I f- find myself encountering an emotion that I don't necessarily like, I tend to run from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do everything I can to avoid it. I, you know, binge watch shows. I look at sports. I go to reading. I, you know, eat food, whatever. Anything to just not feel that, 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 negative emotion. Um, and one of the things that we, well, that I've learned about Jesus, one of the things that I've learned about Jesus is that he wants to sit in the emotions with me. Hmm. And if I'm not willing to sit in the emotions, then how is Jesus supposed to be with me in the midst of those? He can Um, just magically steal them and usher them away. (laughs) Right, right. He doesn't just take them and run away from me like I have to be willing to give them to him. Um, And actually, this all started, this journey with emotional resiliency started for me when I began doing yoga. Oh, no. Matt, we already talked about the Enneagram. People are going to think we're like super Satanists. Talk to us about <laughs> Talk to us about yoga. Yes. So, so as a personal kind of self-care practice, at one point I was doing um, yoga that is like... Say it. It's old lady yoga. Old lady yoga. <laughs> like, like it's for people who are having trouble with mobility and, and are wanting to stay flexible. But I am one of the most inflexible people that I know. And so never done yoga before. I'm like, hey, this is a bunch of old ladies that are not going to make fun of me. I don't have to be self-conscious and worry about doing it perfectly, nor is there going to be the temptation factor that might be associated with other yoga. So I got started doing old lady yoga. And what I found was that there's such a correlation between the body movements of yoga, stretching, you know, because I, I started this and I couldn't even touch my toes. And when you're doing, real quick, I wanted you to finish your thought, just for people whose brains are catching on yoga and they can't get past it. Are you like saying all the poses and worshiping gods? And are you saying Om the whole time and mostly worshiping Middle Eastern gods or Eastern religious gods? Are you doing that? No. Okay, you're no. stretching. <laughs> I am I'm stretching, I am engaging my body, and I'm paying attention to the, the feelings. Okay. That are going on in my body, and like we we don't do the ohms. It's it's purely a physical activity. There's none of the Eastern mysticism or anything associated with that. Um, but one of the things that I've noticed is is stretching hurts, mm. right? Like, and and how they taught us in the yoga class is like to stretch, to to pay attention to your breathing, 
And when you breathe in to try and lean into the stretch to, to create more tension. And then as you breathe out to kind of try and relax into it. Hmm. And, and so that's creating a, a deeper stretch in, in your body. And so I started out, I couldn't touch my toes. Um, and over time, I noticed myself being able to touch my toes, which seems like a duh moment. You stretch, you're going to be able to touch your toes. But what I started doing was saying, like, there are so many correlations with, within our emotional world where we're so quick to just get emotionally comfortable, and I know I am, that that, that avoidance of, of feeling an emotion or tending to an emotion has led to an emotional inflexibility. Hmm. And therefore... I'm not feeling the pain, but that doesn't mean I'm resilient to the pain. I'm actually highly reactive against the pain. Hmm. And so just like in that, that practice of yoga, of breathing and like leaning in for a time and then not leaning in so hard that you're tearing your muscles, but like to, to make that correlation with yoga alongside my emotions. And so at the end of the night, when Lori is doing her practice that, that she talked about last episode, uh, with the bookcases, a lot of times I am stretching. And one of the things that I am thinking as I am stretching is what emotion did I feel today that I didn't necessarily want to feel? And can I, for 30 seconds, allow myself to, to identify it and to sit in it and to bring God into that space with me or to take that space to God? Um, and it's, it's something that there's not always this deep emotion that I feel, but it's something where I'm much more aware of my emotion and I feel like I'm becoming much less reactive. I'm much less quick to, to just run from them or pretend they're not there. Um, and Laurie, I don't know, I would throw this to you. In some places where in the past I've been more volatile, mm-hmm. where, where maybe a, a situation has caused a quick emotional like outburst of either fear or frustration. Um, I'm wondering if you've noticed any differences in, in how I express emotion. I think so. I can see you as more bendy, more flexible, <laughs> especially when it comes to kids uh, because they can really poke at every nerve, including your last one. And so I think where you would react uh, more strongly if the kids were bugging you. I see you have more patience, uh, but it's interesting instead of using the word patience, using the word like emotional resiliency or flexibility, because essentially patience is the ability to suffer long, yeah. which is the definition of parenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, it is. Steve, do you have any thoughts? Uh, well, it's very interesting. Um, when we get to my uh, short uh, podcast episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about stuff that really relates to what um, both you guys have said in these shorts. Uh, huh. Lori, with you and the the uh, bookcase, you know, um, exercise, and uh, Matt, with what you're talking about, um, developing emotional resiliency, and I don't have a practice. Um, and so I, anyway, I'm just, I'm thinking like, maybe what you guys are talking about is like the next step for me, some kind of embodied practice Hmm. to take the concepts that I'm thinking about and praying about and kind of processing mentally and emotionally and, and take it into the physical realm. I tell you what, 
Matt loves old lady yoga more than well, most things. <laughs> I will say this. Last time I did yoga, I got vertigo. I had an oh, inner ear no. thing happen and I was like, okay, not doing that anymore, but maybe it's time. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> Any other questions you want us to toss around, Matt, before we call it a day on the short? Yeah. One more question. And, and so part of the resiliency piece is not avoiding the emotion, but also not becoming overwhelmed by and like overrun by that emotion. And so for you guys, when when do you know if you are feeling, if you're allowing yourself to feel an emotion and actually tend to it, when do you know that it's time for yourself to, to move on and to refocus on something else so that you're not just inundated and kind of wallowing in that emotion? I am such a feeler poet that it's gonna be hard for me to put language to it quickly. But this week when I was processing through some feelings of rejection, I processed it with the Lord and it, it, for lack of a better term, it feels like when the thorn is not in my side anymore, but I've popped it out and a lot of me wants to stare at it and write poetry about this rejection thorn for a while. Uh, But I think it's like when it's not feeling as pokey and potent and I'm like, okay, it still hurts but it's time to refocus. Yeah, I think I have the opposite problem. I, I don't stay in it long enough. Okay. If at all, like, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's grow, it's on the grow, but like, I think I'm just like naturally disposed to um, move on, you know, to, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, like, I feel like people used to say time heals all wounds. You know, and just like let time take care of it, you know, and not actually look at it or face it or spend time in that emotional space. Um, So I think it would be a unique challenge for me if I find my if I found myself in a place for too long, you know, like I I don't know, like I'll I'll get back to you on that because I haven't really had that that issue. Well, and we we tend to go one direction or the other, Mm -hmm. We either avoid the emotion and are quick to dismiss it. Or, or we sit in it mm-hmm. and, and kind of become ruminating on it. Um, and so I, I'm not surprised, Steve, knowing you, like that, right. that you, like me, are one of the more avoidant of the emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And you're, but you were surprised about me that I want to ruminate on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> also not surprised. There. <laughs> All right, guys. Matt, thank you so much yes, for you. bringing this. It's funny. these. I just texted us this week. I'm like, everybody, let's bring a topic in. <laughs> There's the spirit making them yeah. intertwine. I can't wait to hear yours next, Steve. All right, guys, what did you think? What do you think about emotional resiliency? Uh, do you have an answer to that question? How do you know when it's time to move on? Or are you someone like Matt and Steve who need to uh, spend more time in the stretch? Uh, and feel it until it burns. <laughs> I can't, I'm going to stop that metaphor right there. But <laughs> do you need to spend more time in the stretch or do you need to move on to the next step? Uh, let us know what you think. Find me on the socials. Email us at podcast at lauricreek.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening. For all of us here at the Hole in My Heart podcast shorts, hosted by WCSG. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.